the sermon from St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, a member of the Wells, preached for the second Sunday of Advent on December 5th, 2010, based on the Gospel for the day, Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. In those days, John the baptizer came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. In fact, he's the one spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. This John was wearing clothes of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist. His food was grasshoppers and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the area around the Jordan kept coming to him. They were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they confessed their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming for his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? So produce fruit worthy of repentance. And don't think to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that from these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe already lies across the root of the trees, so every tree not bearing good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you, as for my part, I baptize you with water for repentance. But the one coming after me is stronger than I am, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He's the one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing floor. He will gather his grain into the barn, but burn the chaff with unquenchable fire. This is the word of our Lord. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God through which the Holy Spirit prepares our hearts for Jesus is the gospel for today, Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Please listen to the opening words again. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the desert of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Your friends in Christ, fellow saints, washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. Now, you better say that you're sorry. How many times don't words like that come from mouths of parents or teachers? I know I've said them. You better say you're sorry. Is that what repentance is? Just saying that you're sorry? And does it help if we add the warning, and you better mean it or else? Does it make it any more sincere? No, as you well know, repentance is more than words, isn't it? Repentance, Christian repentance, is a complete change of heart. And only a repentant heart is ready to welcome the Christ child. But how, how... Do our hearts become repentant? Yes, we know how to prepare our homes for Christmas, but what about our hearts? Telling our hearts you better be repentant doesn't do it. Saying the right words doesn't make it so. 
How do we prepare our hearts? Let's listen today to the messenger that God himself sent to prepare the way for the Savior. Yes, to prepare our hearts. That's why he sent John, to prepare our hearts for Jesus. He's that voice calling in the wild areas along the Jordan River, the uninhabited countryside of Judea. That voice who was foretold by the prophet Isaiah over 600 years earlier. He comes wearing the simplest of clothes, coarse camel's hair with only a leather belt. He lives off the land eating locusts and wild honey. His name is John, the son of Zechariah and Elizabeth. He comes baptizing in the Jordan River and preaching. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Listen to that voice of John the Baptist calling to your heart here today. Listen. For you see, by the power of the Holy Spirit, His words prepare our hearts. His message works genuine repentance in you and me. A repentance that is not just words, but a complete change of heart. Metanoite. That's the Greek word the Holy Spirit uses here for repent. Metanoite. The base of that word, the base word there means your mindset, your attitude, your, your way of thinking. And the prefix means change. The very word itself teaches us that repentance is not just words, but a complete change of heart. It is, first of all, a change in the way we think about our own sin, so that my heart is horrified at my sin. Many in uh, Judea and Jerusalem were troubled by their sins. They walked those many miles from their homes to where John was in the wilderness of Judea, along the Jordan there. How much time are you willing to spend to hear God's message? No doubt they spent much more than an hour or two, probably more than even a full day, to get there and listen. But they came. They came to listen. And as it says here, confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. Confessing their sins. Let's think about confession a little bit. Confession isn't bragging or boasting about your sin, and it's it's not denying your sin either. We, We see that from the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that other group that came. They did not come to confess their sin, no. They were the religious elite. They heard about this new religious star rising out there in the desert and they thought they better go and check it out. They did not want their religious influence marginalized by someone like John. But as far as confessing their sins, well, they didn't have anything worth confessing, they figured, not like these other people. Confession. Not boasting about sin, but it's not denying it either, is it? What does your heart think about sin? Oh yes, we had that confession of sins earlier in the service here. But did you merely recite the words? Did you examine your heart and life by them? So that your heart was horrified at your sin. 
confession. As I said, it's not bragging about your sin, even though we live in an age that brags and boasts about sin. And it might be easy for us to sit back and shake our finger at those out there who parade their sin in pride, but examine your own life. Aren't there times we try to diminish our sin or by, by joking about it or, or telling others in a way that makes light of it? Think of some examples like this. You never guess how much I drank at that party. Or you got to hear this latest gossip I just ran across. Here's how to get around those government rules and regulations so that you don't get caught. I got so mad at him, I just had to tell him off. You'll never guess how I pulled the wool over my parents' eyes last night. I hope my boss never figures out the way I, or the way I spent my so-called sick day. Whether it's those specific examples or others, such boasting is not confession. It's not a heart horrified at our sin. It's not a repentant heart prepared for Jesus. On the other hand, if we figured we've pretty much cleaned up our life by now, how dangerous that is. Yes, we realize I'm not perfect, no one's perfect, but sometimes we can figure we've come a pretty long way. We no longer lose our temper and we've learned to control our words. We've rationalized our weaknesses and grown accustomed to our pet sins. We sit back in our comfortable chairs and wonder, what is this world coming to anyway? We feel spiritually secure because we belong to the right church. Sort of like those Pharisees feeling secure because they were in the right family, Abraham's family. Yes, such a heart might be horrified at the sin out there, but it's not horrified at its own sin. It's not a repentant heart prepared for Jesus. If you think your life has been pretty well cleaned up and your heart is pure, consider this. How much good have you and I left undone? Content simply to make it through this life as easy as possible. How many prayers are left unsaid because we're busy occupied with this, that, or the other thing? How much of our stuff do we still selfishly cling to? Look at what John had for food and clothing. How many of our moments glorify God and how many fail to? Do we even think about glorifying God and what his word says as we make our day-to-day -day decisions throughout the week? How many sinful thoughts and attitudes still pass through our heart lingering longer than we would like to admit? How many sinful desires still make their home within us? How deadly sin is, your sin and mine. For you see, sin makes us Children of the devil, that ancient serpent. It makes us a brood of vipers, a nest of poisonous snakes. For when we who call ourselves Christians willfully sin or portray ourselves like the Pharisees did as above sin, we poison the hearts of others. The axe is already at the root of the tree, John declares. Don't put off confronting your sin to some later date. Every bad tree is cut down and burnt. 
And Jesus, he well knows the difference between his wheat and the chaff. He won't be fooled by words or by church membership. The chaff will be burnt, burnt with unquenchable fire, an endless hell. That's what sin does. How horrible my sin is. How horrible your sin. Take heart, dear sinner. Take heart and look and see what John does. Look and see what John does to those hearts that are horrified by their sin. It says here, confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. Their sins were washed away, and in baptism, so were yours, dear friends, so were yours. Those horrible, horrible sins were all washed away. So rejoice. Rejoice because your sins are forgiven. What a reason for joy and celebration. Yes, our hearts that have been horrified by sin rejoice. Rejoice in that forgiveness, that washing away of our sins. But but how can that be? How can a man, a mere man like John, wash away sins? How can water, plain H2O, make the heart clean? John explains here. I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Yes, John was merely a hand that poured the water. The power was not in him, but in the one coming after him. For you see, Jesus both then and now powerfully pours out the Holy Spirit through the water and word of baptism. That's why baptism washes clean like a cleansing fire. Even though John was the greatest of the prophets, Jesus was much more than a prophet. He is the almighty God. Much more powerful than John or anyone else. He is the one that gives baptism its power, for through baptism he pours out his Holy Spirit who washes you clean, dear friend, clean of those sins. What a reason for us to rejoice. A repentant heart rejoices in this forgiveness. And as we see this divine work going on of of washing away sins, such divine work means that the kingdom of heaven is near. What good news for us to rejoice in as well. A repentant heart rejoices in Christ's kingdom. That's what John was preaching here. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near, he says. For you see, the king had come to this earth. He had not come with pomp and glory. He had come as a helpless baby with no place to be laid except an animal's feeding trough. But that baby was the almighty God, the eternal son of the father. He grew up in obscurity in the small town of Nazareth in Galilee. But now as John began preaching and baptizing, soon Jesus Now a grown man would begin his public ministry. The kingdom of heaven is near. It was entering the hearts of people as John preached that word of God and baptized them. 
It was entering the hearts of people through those means of grace that our Heavenly Father had planned out from the eternal counsels of heaven. And through those means of grace, he was graciously distributing his heavenly gifts, forgiveness, life, salvation, hope, faith, peace, and joy. The kingdom of heaven is near. Within the next three to four years, the king himself would redeem his people with his holy, precious blood. He would win the victory for them, rising from the dead. He would ascend and pour out his Holy Spirit on his disciples on that day of Pentecost as those flames of fire hovered over their heads. And from that day on, the kingdom, his kingdom, goes out into all the world as repentance and the forgiveness of sins is preached in his name to all creation, bringing the Holy Spirit to change the hearts of sinners. Yes, dear friends, to change your heart and mine. For he has raised our hearts of stone that were once dead in sin and made us true children of Abraham. For like Abraham, your, your heart believes the Lord's promise of the Savior fulfilled in Jesus. The kingdom of heaven is near. For your king has ransomed you what great good news that is for you. The kingdom of heaven is close, is near to you. Your king has ransomed you. He has conquered sin, Satan, and death for you. And now he reigns in your heart through his means of grace, the gospel in word and sacraments, pouring out his Holy Spirit on you, washing you clean day after day. Rejoice, for the kingdom of heaven is near. A repentant heart rejoices in Christ's kingdom, awaiting that time that he will come again and take you, his wheat, into his heavenly bar, where we will rejoice forever and ever. Yes, a repentant heart. And finally, as we look at this repentant heart, we see that it shows itself in our lives as well. Yes, that heart that is horrified by my sin and rejoices in Christ's kingdom produces real fruit in my life. That's the point John wanted the Pharisees and Sadducees to take home. Calling themselves believers did not make it so. Real faith produces real fruit. Produce Fruit, in keeping with repentance, John preaches. Every good tree produces good fruit, Jesus would say later on. And what is this fruit that faith produces? John gives some specific example for various groups in his day. You can read about that in Luke chapter 3. But for now, for us, we could apply it to ourselves today in a summary like this. Show Christian kindness to others, loving your neighbor as yourself. Love one another, fellow Christians. Love one another even as Christ has loved you. Do what is right in God's sight, even if it seems as if everyone else is doing otherwise and getting away with it. Let your light shine out so that others glorify Jesus through whom alone we come to the Father. 
That's the kind of fruit faith produces. And so we see that repentance, repentance is not just words. It's a complete change of heart. A change of heart that shows itself in our lives. What opportunities do you have to produce those fruits of faith? What opportunities to let others see what Jesus means for you? Take time this Advent season as you prepare for Christmas. Take time to see the horror of your sin. Take time to rejoice, yes, rejoice in Christ's kingdom that washes away your sins. And take time to produce real fruit in your life, fruit that grows out of your repentant heart. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please turn to page 31 in the front of the hymn book. We confess our Christian faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed, page 31, or the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became fully human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who in unity with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please be seated for the offering.